Hello, and Hello. welcome to the Clink Tank. Cheers. 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 The Clink Tank, where we talk about any and everything except politics. politics. <laughs> that sounded good. <laughs> Take a sip, everybody. Oh, I will tell you, Sarah. After, yes, that's Sarah. I'm Patrick Donahai, and with me today is Sarah Bach. Sarah Fashbach. Sarah Fashbach. Sarah Fashbach. I've gotten that wrong a couple times. Sarah Fashbach. Stop trying to make Fetch happen. Fetchbach happen. Now, that was a thing when it came out, right? Did they say that's so fresh all the time to you? Yes. Yeah. That's Matt Bachman. <laughs> it's a Bachman takeover. Wow. And joining us at the other end of the mic is Shawnee B. Shawnee Bachman. Unbeknownst to you, we've changed your metal name. It's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> oh, you've, it's like they've adopted you. Aww. You're like their own personal <laughs> sim. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the pocket gay. Everybody wants one. <laughs> it's true. It's true. He is. You can just put him on your shoulder. Yeah. There you go. Oh. And feed, I do. Feed him once or twice a day. <laughs> but never after midnight. <laughs> Reference. Yes. So we are drinking what I like to call dim apples. Ooh. <laughs> Great name. As in, how you like dim apples? <laughs> I like them. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. You are a delight. Well, they're very good. <laughs> and I'll tell you what's in a dim apples. <laughs> And balls. <laughs> no, that's a different drink. <laughs> For a different day. Yeah. Uh, it is. Um, what did I start with before? Oh, Jim Beam. <laughs> oh, Jim. Uh-huh. I know him well. <laughs> Unfiltered uh, apple cider. Ooh. So, what does that mean, unfiltered? It means it's cloudy. It's like it's mm-hmm. like uh, no preservatives. So it's like, like organic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, Smirnoff, vanilla vodka, and mm. ginger ale. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Pour it over some ice, mix it all up, and it's a nice autumnal tumble down your palate. It sure is. Marty Dimes is so good. Mm. Yeah, it's very good. Oh, we will have to mix up a little bit more of that. See, I like alcohol that I can't taste because I don't like al- mm-hmm. I don't like to taste alcohol. That's well, th- that's me too. I I like a drink that what I like to call sneaky drinks. It's mm. like yes. where you're having one or two and five and then you're like, wait a minute, there's liquor in here? <laughs> <laughs> well, the last time I got super drunk is since Sarah here, we won't talk about that night, <laughs> but it was a New Year's Eve party that we're at. And I, I, before it, we met. It was before we met. Yeah. Important um, clarification. That's a, that's a key yeah. thing to say yes. before it was, we met. It was well but, before you met, too, right? No, it was no. actually the New Year's before we met, so it was like three or four months. Oh, just mm, three or four wow. months? Yeah. Okay. But um, that was a great she was, party. She was just a twinkle in my eye. <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> you had no, she wasn't because you hadn't seen her yet. Oh, right, that's a baby. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was this drink called I still remember. It's called the Penny Dropper. That's right. And, and it tastes, <laughs> you could not taste the alcohol. It was just like I drank. I was like, there's not much alcohol. And I can't even taste it. Doop, doop, doop. I was drunk for like three days. <laughs> I had many of the penny droppers, and I agree that you could not taste them. And there's just, I drink fast, period. True, me too. Um, and even if I can taste the alcohol in something, I do. I just take big slugs and big gulps and refill very quickly. And <clears throat> I don't 
I never felt, and I'll say this, this was about that drink. I never felt like super drunk, but I knew I was drunk. Like mm. I left my car there. I cabbed it home, which was not a short cab ride. Mm. <laughs> and no, um, did other things during that evening that um, none were regrettable, but uh, just like were a little, you know, more relaxed and uninhibited than I normally am. <laughs> that is, am. is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> Which I wish... Intrigue. <laughs> My imagination is running wild. <laughs> We're not talking what? candle wax on the nipples no. or witchcraft or anything like that. Witchcraft. Oh, no. <laughs> light witchcraft. Um, no, just there was someone who I had had like a... Um, I don't know if you'd call it. It wasn't a, fl- a, a flirtation, ah. a, a long-going flirtation ah. that was offset by circumstance. Mm. Like, I wasn't available at some times. He wasn't available at other times. And then here we were both available on New Year's Eve. Oh. And, um, <laughs> and we all looked good because it was a Mad Men-themed New Year's Eve party. Oh, so no. we're all decked oh, yeah. out in suits. Suited up. Oh, and, yeah. Very mm. dapper. Mm-hmm. Very yep. dapper, Had, yeah. Had a nice little Madman playlist going on, right? Oh, nice. Swinging wow. cocktail music, and uh, midnight rolled around, and uh, this party had was at someone's apartment um, or or condo complex, I guess right. you would call it, and it had expanded to the point of where the across the hall neighbors had opened up their home as well. Oh. So oh, that wow. was like so when midnight rolled around. Um, we were over in the other apartment and just, you know, it's like, oh, who are you going to kiss at midnight? And I was looking around and there was nobody, you know, that I knew <laughs> or was really like, it's like, okay, whatever. And so as the countdown started, I looked and I saw this person and I was like, oh, oh okay. Oh, so this was at midnight when it happened. It's That's when it started. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh. And so, started. yeah, it's like, like great story. there were a couple yeah. of pecs, pecs, and then... We had an elongated kiss, mm. and it was very nice. Ooh, romantic, elongated kiss. Yeah. yeah. You're turning me on, Patrick. I know. Uh, hello. Uh, you're welcome. Excuse me. Yeah. Yes, keep going, Patrick. And so um, it was one of those things of like, oh, when you don't, you stop kissing, and you're like, okay, that happened, and I need a drink. And so I went over to the bar, and like, you know, because after midnight, things start to again break back into just regular party mode. And so mm-hmm. I was going to go over to the other apartment. And so I walk out the door and there's, there he is. <laughs> and I'm trying not to use first names. <laughs> and there he is standing by the door to the other apartment. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm walking over again, had a few, mm. I didn't do the normal Patrick thing of just like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I went over to him, grabbed him by his tie, pulled him in, gave oh. him another kiss. Ooh, by the tie? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, consent was very obvious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. in these times. I was like, yeah. yeah. That is, yeah. yeah. Oh, consent. I thought you said consent. scent. And I was yeah. like, his scent was obvious? Yeah, okay. Like he was I just like giving off those pheromones. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the yes. same thing. And I was like, ooh. No. Yes. <laughs> That's sure we're consent. going here. But consent. Yes. Very important. Consent. Right? Yes, we yeah. all agree. Um, <laughs> and so we took our making out down into like... Uh, 
quiet area and <laughs> continued to make out for like the rest of the night. <laughs> it, I mean, that party was weird. I mean, it was it was weird in a good we way. We weren't like others. No, we're not like, no, you're, <laughs> you're PG-13 compared to others. Yes. Not myself, but compared to you. But I remember we were just all standing around and something happened. It was like the panty droppers hit everyone at the exact same time. And it became like, yeah, it was like, it was Whoa. like if yeah. Spanish fly was a real thing. Cause, yeah. and it all just like, we all, that roofie hit us all. Yeah, <laughs> at the exact same time. It was like, it just turned, went from like, wow, this is a lovely party. How are you doing? Oh, that is a lovely suit you're wearing. Yeah. To bounce, bounce. <laughs> it's like, hey. Wow. Do you order this pizza? <laughs> exactly what it was like. Wow. Oh, those were the salad days. Mm. But these are these are good too. <laughs> Again, I have to say, oh. how you're married and I'm single. I, <laughs> maybe that's it. Are you a bad boy? <laughs> yeah, so I, why, why do you stay with me? <laughs> that's a loaded question. As Sarah looks off into the distance. <laughs> The answer is too long for a podcast. Oh, Ooh. it's a serial. <laughs> I don't know why. Welcome she... to Matt Town. Matt <laughs> <laughs> Town. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I mean, she cooks for me. She cleans. Um, she treats me super well. I don't know why. And I just make fun of her. I ra- razz you. I shouldn't say make fun of you. I razz you a lot. You do. But that's you. That's keeps your personality. Me, uh, personality. It keeps me laughing. I do make her laugh. That is the one thing. Especially that's in the good. bedroom. Hello! <laughs> Zing. A snorkel? A what snorkel. do you mean? No, no. <laughs> well, speaking of the bedroom, mm-hmm. I got a goodie box. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a fetch goodie box. It's a fetch goodie box. <laughs> so what I have here is um, we've got candy corn flavored Hershey's bar mm-hmm. and a candy corn flavored M&M's. Ooh, and as ooh. a, um, oh, I forgot the word, what is this called? A control. 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 I brought actual candy corn. Oh, delightful. So would you guys like to try it? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. I'll start let's, with the, the M&M's. M&Ms. I'm going to start ooh. with the control group. The control just, group? Just to be. I've been eating the control group. Right, so as the scientific. As the candy corn M&M's hit my hand, I noticed that <laughs> one is white, one is orange, one is yellow. Classic candy corn colors. Yes. They look uh, like candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> now for... But do they taste like candy corn? That is the question I'm asking. Hmm. We have to note this is white chocolate. Oh, okay. Because I was about Both to... Both treats. I was going to say, all I'm getting is white chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really... Actually, the longer it stays in my mouth as an aftertaste... The candy corn comes in a little bit. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> from the, from, it's from the coating, I think. The, I, oh, okay. The yeah. just in the coating is where the flavor is. Yeah, kind of on the back end. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. And then I'm getting the, a little bit of it. The Hershey. Not a lot though. As looking at it, it's definitely like a white bar, but you can see little specks of candy corn in it. Oh, also white chocolate. Also white chocolate. Also white chocolate. I wonder if that's a. I mean. Which is good radio. <laughs> yeah. chomp, yeah. chomp, chomp. Everybody loves wet mouth sounds. <laughs> and now coming to you, Clink Tank, the ASMR podcast. Yeah. <laughs> As he, Matt smacked the white chocolate candy corn Hershey bar in his mouth, he thought to himself, 
This is white chocolate. <laughs> You're turning Sarah on. Stop it. <laughs> um, again, it's just white chocolate. I can still taste a little bit. But I, I taste more of the candy corn I in taste this. taste more of the candy corn. But it is definitely a white chocolate bar. Yeah. Which I should go on record as saying I do not care for white chocolate. Nope. Mm-hmm. Because it's not chocolate. Mm-hmm. It is not chocolate. I no. Rage Patrick. But I like, I like white <laughs> yeah. chocolate. I love white chocolate. I think a but it's, it's, it's a bread, misnomer for sure. It it's is. definitely not chocolate. No, and and I, there are a lot of things like, you know, turkey bacon, uh, right? Fat-free sour cream, <laughs> white chocolate. <laughs> All of these things are existing as lies <laughs> <laughs> because they're not what they claim to be. Mm-hmm. Almond and milk. Almond milk. Mm. <laughs> Show me an almond with tits. <laughs> and I will let you call that almond milk. You can milk anything with nipples. <laughs> I have nipples. I have nipples, Sarah. Can you milk me? <laughs> Possibly. That's a, that's a cling tank after dark. <laughs> Look, as much as I've grabbed on them, if that hasn't happened yet, it ain't gonna happen. Uh, that's a little insight for you, Patreon. <laughs> I, um, uh... As a rating goes, I give both of them like a two box star. Hmm. White chocolate, they're good, but if their candy, if their market is candy corn, I don't, I don't really yeah. taste it. So I'll give them two box stars. Yeah, the the M and M's for me are are very low. I'm going to give that a one box star because again, they're low. they're they're trying to say that they're candy corn, but all it is is a white chocolate M and M. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually go a little higher on the Hershey's because I feel like you do get bits <laughs> of candy corn in there. There's a taste there. It's not too overpowering. So I'm going to go like three box stars on the Hershey's. Of course, candy corn. And I know that there's a debate out there. (laughs) It is one of the best Halloween candies out there. All of you. So five box stars for the candy corn. Mm. Five box stars for the candy corn. Well, the candy corn's a staple. That's, you know. It it is. It it goes without saying. You should have just brought candy corn. Candy. No, no. And those those people that don't like it probably are flat earthers or something. (laughs) I just Anti-vaxxers. Just... You don't, yeah. Uh, that's that's a tradition. I mean, it's like, well, it's. I was gonna say it's like Peeps, but I will. I will go. It's, I do like Peeps too. It's it's different. I like Peeps. Peeps are okay. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of Peeps, but I would never say, like, oh, Peeps don't shouldn't be around because they've been around longer than I have. So <laughs> it's like an institution. It's yeah. an institution. They're you not know? my favorite. Peeps are not like top of the list, but like I'll But around like Easter time you want to have a peep. Yeah. yeah. Want, although now I like to put them in the microwave. Oh yeah. And do the battles. And, oh. and, and and let them expand and win. Oh. You're blowing Matt's mind. Yeah. You can, you can, <laughs> oh you he did a literal you double take when you said and that. they actually battle. <laughs> so. yeah. Well yeah if you stick well there's you could do it for fun or you could do it for taste. If you're doing it for fun, you set two peeps in, <laughs> stick uh, face to face, face to face, and put butt uh, to butt. No, no. <laughs> that's different. Uh, and put also after toothpicks, <laughs> give them stick a toothpick in each one, put them in the microwave, hit a minute, and watch them joust. <laughs> but also for taste, like if you pop a peep in the microwave for like five, six seconds. It's, it gets real soft and Ooh. fluffy, and it tastes like super fresh. It's really okay. So six yeah, seconds is like six the sweet spot. The yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Depending on your microwave, some are more powerful than others. Your mileage may vary. Well, I have um, a curveball in the goodie box since we do have 
peanuts and we have candy corn here. I want my mother-in-law has made this mix. I don't it's so simple. Hold it's, on. Yes. I have a rating. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't you want to hear what I have to say? No, I was too excited about my other my my curveball. <laughs> well, no, I just going to I'm just going to tag on and say yeah, the candy corns, I would give half a box of R because it, ah, man. Yeah, and then uh, I would give the Hershey bar one because it does at least evoke the candy corn. The candy flavor. corn yeah. flavor. Okay, so now back I'm, to your mother-in-law. Now my mother-in-law. Um, she made me this mix once, and it's so good. It's peanuts and caramel corn. Uh, that's it. So candy I went to... Not caramel, not caramel corn, candy corn. Is there There is a caramel caramel corn. corn. Oh, duh. Sorry, guys. (laughs) No, that's okay. Candy corn. (laughs) So I'm going to give you a little handful Mm -hmm. of corn. (laughs) (laughs) Little handful being two. (laughs) (laughs) And a couple of nuts. Being four. A couple of nuts. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Couple nuts, name your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I I gave Sean a lot of, do you want to try it? Yes. I already, I already know this mix well. You got to do it all at once? Yes. Like a shot. Like a shot. Is this a Midwest thing, do you know? Or is it just something she came up um, with? I'm not sure if it's a Midwest thing. I think I've heard other people doing it. But oh, she always puts like, like. A, a bowl of it You in know her what house. this is? That's a payday. Oh, it is. Oh, good. that is. Mm. Mm. That's a payday candy bar. Mm-hmm. Very good. I've never thought of that. Mm-hmm. But isn't payday chocolate? No. No. It's just caramel... Nougat or whatever. Nougat, yeah, yeah. Or a nut. It's a nut roll. It's a nut roll, yeah. In the red wrapper. I was thinking it's totally what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of a baby Ruth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. I just said baby Ruth. I can do it. Just so you can say slaw. I can do slaw. But Matt tried it at our house because my mom will always put out a bowl of it in October, and she now send, mails him mm. every, a Ziploc every, baggie aww. of it every October. Aww. Isn't that the sweetest Sweet. thing? That is the sweetest thing. <laughs> that is. That is very nice. I want to vomit. Very Midwest. Shout out. <laughs> that is very Midwestern. Yeah, 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 yeah that is. Yeah. Oh, you know, I got to send Matt his caramel corn. Mm-hmm. That was a little Irish. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, we are a little Irish. She is Irish. Some, some of them, she is Irish. She immigrated. <laughs> some of the Irish settled in the Midwest. There you go. I know them well. Lots of, pota- lots of potatoes yeah. in our What's yeah. your mom's name? Christy. Christy, what are you doing? I'm making that his, his mix of candy corn and dried salty peanuts. He'll never be able to get it anywhere else. He loves it when I send it to him. Hush, hush, hush. Pass me my shillelagh. <laughs> Sean B., what do you think of the mix? I love the mix. Yeah? It was really, really nice. And if, if she wants, I'll send her my address. So <laughs> send me some in October. She would love Christy? that. Christy? Is that Chris, Christy? Yeah, Christy, send up. I'll give you my address. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. That it was, was delicious, yeah. I don't want to receive just nuts and candy corn in the mail. Not me. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to live in a world where that doesn't happen. <laughs> exactly. I, it's true. <laughs> a successful goodie box. Yes, yes. Yeah. Thank you for showing it. Well, I wouldn't say snacks. successful. I like the, twist. They got, the highest rating was a, a two. <laughs> Maybe not so successful. No, the candy well, the corn trail got mix. five. Yeah, the trail mix I would give a five as well. <laughs> Tom, joking. I like to call that Don't a trick-or-treat mix. Ooh. A trick-or-treat trail mix. Do you get Ooh. trick-or-treaters here? Um, we don't. We, well, Matt, um, my roommate, Matt, mm-hmm. says that he's they've come when he's been here. I've, uh, I've not had any come by, but then again, I'm also not turning on a porch light. Mm, uh, okay. okay. But uh, so you you don't you don't give anything out. We buy we buy a bag of candy just in case. Okay. But uh, we haven't had to give any. But 
I've, I have yet to give out any candy. Okay. And Aww. we've been here like four years. I mean, we live in an apartment, so it's hard for... Kids usually don't come around. We usually average like one kid a year. But um, that's one of my favorite things to do is hand out candy. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, or eat the candy that they don't come <laughs> in. Yeah, that's and I eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Because, um, yeah, I like my parents' house, they get kids because they're in a neighborhood mm-hmm. and there's kids around. So I, if I can, I go down there, just hand out, kid, hand out kids. <laughs> hand out kids. <laughs> Here you go. Take this one. You get a kid. Sir, I'm nine. Well, he's eight. You have a lot to teach him. <laughs> hand out candy. Now, now, here's, a, now you, here's a corker. You cosplay. So do you do. dress to hand out the candy? Well, not at my apartment, because I, if I sit around in a costume waiting for kids to come, I just look like a loser. <laughs> but if I knew there were Or a winner. <laughs> I usually put on like a Halloween shirt, uh-huh. uh, but that's about it. Uh, but if I was at my parents, yes, I would dress up. And yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. My brother, what he would do um, every year is what he would do is he would have like a sound system. So he would put like the sound system like on the the window or something so the kids would walk up and my brother would be on the side of the house and he'd start talking to them and the kids were like huh what's going on and then he would pop out as my brother and be really and scare them and other times another time he would he would be really he was dressed up like a scarecrow which i've seen this before he'd stand so still and then when the kids come up he would just go hi and then just go ah! <laughs> Oh, I hope he was handing out Clorox pods. <laughs> kids shit their costumes. Yeah. I, I actually did that one time for a Halloween party. I worked it. Um, it was a corporate event when I was in college, and I dressed up as a scarecrow, and I was literally the centerpiece. And like, I would I would stand as like people were getting their appetizers, and then I'd move and scare people, and it was actually kind of fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. I tried to do it. I was not. I was not successful. Mm. That was before my acting gene hit in. Mm. Okay. Hit, hit in. That's not the word. It was kicked before in. kicked in. Kicked in. Thank you. It was before my acting gene kicked in. You're I'm, still, I'm still actually waiting for that acting gene <laughs> to kick in. I'd like to point out that he said the Hack. second time hacking. 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 I'm sorry. It's, it's dim apples. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a hack. He's no, he's not. I am a he, hack. He is I'm wonderfully a hack. He is not. He is not. Oh, thank you. Have you ever seen me perform? I have in one of the uh, mashups. Oh, okay. I I, uh, I can't remember which one. That's horrible. It was so I've memorable. Got a, <laughs> got a horrible memory, but I have. Oh, and I. Um, oh yeah, you're in town. You're in town. That's right. You're in town. Was the other one. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You were great in your in town. Thank you. <laughs> uh, um, so Sarah. Oh, we're gonna put her. Yes, of course. We've got we've got. <laughs> You know, a spouse on the show, uh, Matt's wife, as we mentioned many times before. Yeah, Sarah's I think this is a first, right? Um, first well, she's no, she here as an audience member. I made a, a, a brief guest appearance to do a watch you a watch you watching. Watch you watching. Oh, that's I do I do remember that one. But I'm I wasn't sorry. officially yeah, on the cast. Yeah, and all right. So, well, welcome. <laughs> yes. and so as a guest, uh, first time guest. We'll, we'll we'll say your first time guest. Uh, and hopefully have you back many times. Tell no, us. No, you're not jumping in my territory. Us Bachmans, we like to horn in. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> it's going to be called the Bach Tank soon. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> the Bach Tank. The tank. Um, so tell us a bit about you. Oh, we'll put my. her on the spot. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love this. Oh, my. Um, well, I'm... 
the spouse of an actor. So I'm usually used to just being very comfortable in the audience and <laughs> where you belong. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> watching oh, and appreciating <laughs> from, from my comfortable seat in the audience. She is literally the best audience member. I tell people like, especially in the comedies, cause she has the biggest boisterous laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, as you might be able to tell. <laughs> and I am like, don't worry. My wife is here. She's going to laugh at anything. And she does. So thank you. I have been told I'm a very expressive person. I am also a lawyer. So sometimes that's great. And sometimes that's very bad. (laughs) Why is it bad? Well, I don't have a very... I have to really focus if I want to hide my natural expression or keep Mm -hmm, a neutral expression, mm -hmm. which in front of a judge is sometimes really important. So I have to really focus on that. It's not at all my my natural inclination is to just really show you what I'm thinking on my Mm -hmm. face. So unfortunately y'all can't see that at home. Um, But I'm, I've been told that many times I'm very expressive. But that's, and I, I think that that's a great, uh, trait to have because I feel like I had the same way I have since we child have not been able to a wee child I have not, <laughs> nice snort I have not been able to hide a lot of times like my initial thoughts or, or, or mm-hmm. reactions to something can get you into some trouble because I have, <laughs> I have an expressive face I have kind of like bigger eyes and and I tend to use them a lot <laughs> and so if, if you've ever met Patrick, you can probably think you probably know exactly what he's thinking within five seconds. Like it's, uh, yeah. And it's, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, I, I actually know a lot of people obviously, cause I know a lot of actors and I think that that might be a common trait, mm-hmm. but I think Patrick and my sister are two of the strongest. Like you never have to question exactly <laughs> where you bad with them. Yeah. Good or bad. Like, and, and I, I find it refreshing. Sometimes it can be off putting, uh, to some people. Um, but I, 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 it's a good trait to have. It's just a and time is, saver. Yes, <laughs> what I will say is it's, I appreciate you saying that it's a nice trait because I think it is too most of the time, but I also have this other trait where I'm a judgmental bitch. Mm. So I thought I uh, saw you at the Wednesday night theater. <laughs> and I have zero tolerance for idiots. Mm. So mm-hmm. that's Why where did you <laughs> you're not an idiot, but, or, you know, just, I don't suffer fools well. Yeah. So that's where it gets me into some trouble because mm-hmm. I immediately, you can tell if I think you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Same here, sister. Same here. And I, you know, there are, and of course, we're not psychopaths. So you have to be able to suppress that somewhat at the right times, especially in a lot of professional situations. And it's, I, what I like about being here in the clink tank is that you don't have to suppress it here. This is where you can let mm-hmm. your freak flag fly and just, you know, uh, be expressive and, as you want. And be expressive yeah. as you want. And, <laughs> it, it, you know, not only with your face, opinions, whatever. Ooh, it's a space of love. It's a safe <laughs> space. It's a space where we want to hear all that crazy shit. Um, In that vein, and please forgive me if I'm overstepping, but Matt, Matt had a hot take from earlier this morning um, that he may want to share. In the no, spirit we're talking of... about you. Oh. <laughs> Don't you try to pawn this off on me. I thought that was going to work. 
my hot that was masterful. <gasps> I, I, I went right in. Like, you sucked me in. I didn't realize what you were doing. That was great deflection. So I bet you I bet you she's a damn good lawyer. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that if I'm ever in trouble, I have no idea what kind of law you do, but I'll call you anyway. Well, she doesn't like to be the center of attention, so this is amazing right now. So let's talk about what your thir- first impressions of me were. No. Uh-huh. I think we can, we can just move on from that. No, topic. we don't want to. I mean, are they bad? No, no, they were good. I but... think the listeners want to know. What I did mean, you think? It ultimately worked out. You're married. Yeah. But what did you think? Spoiler alert. <laughs> I'll tell people when I first saw Sarah. Oh, so geez. we met online through, through OkCupid, mm. and we oh. messaged back and forth. Um, and then when we first met, I remember, like, I had to go to the bathroom, so I went to the bathroom before she got there, and I came out, and I saw this blonde woman's backside, and I looked at her butt, and I was like, please, let this be her, and she turned around, and it was. <laughs> and then I started immediately sweating, because just, I wasn't prepared for it. Not the first you go, ass. You go, you go, first, first ass. And, you know, I've been on so many... Uh, well, not so many, but I've been on online <laughs> dates where the picture doesn't necessarily match the person. So when Sarah showed up, she looked prettier than her picture. So I was like, oh, my God. Because at first I was like, eh, I mean, it's a date. We'll see where it goes. She seems nice. But I didn't put a lot of expectations on it. And then she turned her. I saw her butt. And I was like, oh, please let this be her. She turns around. And she was so pretty. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> started, I started sweating. Because that's what she wants is the sweaty yeah, guy. Exactly. <laughs> that's really I was like, Sarah? She was like, Matt. And I'm like, you look like Jer- January Jones. And that's exactly the first thing I said to her. <laughs> and that was it. But what did you oh, think yeah, of me? Did you notice the sweat? I did not notice the sweat. Okay. Um, and I don't know if I've... I probably have told you this before, but um, I had been on OkCupid for a few months, and I'd gone on a lot of perfectly fine first and sometimes second dates. But, like, you know, I met a bunch of people. I really don't have, unfortunately, any crazy stories or anything weird happen to me. I mean, I guess fortunately, unfortunately, right? <laughs> but um, I wanted to get one good story out of it, but... Um, not like a marriage or anything. <laughs> right, yeah, not, not like a marriage story a good or story. anything, but, you know, um, that guy who almost tried to cut my head off. <laughs> well, I don't that's know. Radio. Um, <laughs> that's radio. But just like a bunch of people who I met who I didn't have really any connection with, which is fine, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but because I'm a lawyer and um, I approach all things with pr- excessive preparation, I would usually prepare for a date by... Drafting a list of questions on my phone to ask the person based on their profile or current events or, you know, just like, or topics, things to talk about. I could not love you more right now. Like, this is... Mostly because I have a fear of extemporaneous speaking and, like, mm-hmm. what silence and it being awkward. So I would prepare my list of topics and questions. <laughs> Please tell me you still have that list. No, <laughs> no I don't. Well, they'd be different every date because it would oh. be u- uniquely tailored to the well, date. Well, I mean, yeah, his list. Which, by the way, is a lot of work in retrospect. But anyway, I would usually do it as I was traveling to the date. But that wasn't really working very well, and I think it was making me come across as if I was, like, interviewing the person. Right. Which mm-hmm. is a little intense yeah. <laughs> for a first date. <laughs> now, tell me what you think about this Washington Post article. Uh, but so my date with Matt was the first time I didn't do that. Oh. I was like, I'm just going to wing it. Hopefully that's okay, and if it crashes and burns, fine. But um, I'm just going to see how this goes. 
So I always thought that was kind of interesting. And we had a very back and forth, interesting conversation that just, I felt like flowed extremely naturally for a first date. And that's the thing I remember most about you was that you're just really easy to talk to. I don't care. I'm oh. talking about looks. Oh, Did Lord. you think I was a sky? Wait, hold on. She just said all of this wonderful, <laughs> wonderful things that I would kill to have somebody yeah. say about me. And all you were like, but what did you think of my <laughs> This is the story of our marriage. I mean, that's I, I, I would rather her think I'm better look, good looking than an actual good person. It's <laughs> interesting. Just, yes, I thought you were very attractive. Obviously, I wouldn't have kept dating you if I wasn't attracted to you. Oh no! If I have a dazzling personality. <laughs> no, you gotta have. Yeah. You gotta have physical attraction. Otherwise, yeah. it's just a friendship. Oh, you mean yeah. these old things? <laughs> yeah, you is, were, I remember you were dressed. Is, is flexing what normally would be guns. Oh. oh. <laughs> Patrick you. brought it today. You know what? <laughs> I quit. <laughs> well, there's a first time. <laughs> I will say this. Oh my God. So um, we were only supposed to meet for an hour because I had a tech rehearsal for a show I was doing. Oh, by the way, our first date was at 5 p.m. on a Monday. Yes, because I had, <laughs> I had to be at tech rehearsal at 6.30. Um, so I was like, let's just try to squeeze it in. So what happened is... So hold on. So when he set up this 5.30... 5, 5 p.m. 5 o'clock date... 5 flat. ...on a Monday. Yeah. With yeah, the stipulation that... that uh, did you say that you had to be gone by... Yeah, yeah he said he had rehearsal, yeah. Yeah. Did you feel... <laughs> Like I was on the B team. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say it didn't cross my mind, but what does that mean? The B team? Like, well, who goes on a date on a Monday? Right. Like, Like, it's uh, like if I was a hot date, it would have been a Friday. Right. Yeah. But I will say we had quite a bit of um, like message. Like there was a delay in setting up the date, and he which you almost tried to just get a go for it. Right. I will, I will we'll hit a, put a pin in that, but, um, <laughs> don't put a pin in it. Say it. No, hold on. Just let me finish this thought first. <laughs> okay. Hold on, honey. Um, oh shit. Now this is like marriage like, counseling. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so I, that crossed my mind, but we'd had, he'd f- been full disclosure. Like I am in rehearsals for one show and another show is opening. I really don't know what my schedule is going to be yet. He was like very forthcoming okay. with the information mm-hmm. and it was so specific and detailed. It really didn't feel like a lie, but what Matt was going to say was, he blew through that and was like two hours late to his rehearsal. Uh, I know, I, yeah, and I and they kept on calling and texting me, and I was like, oh, I got a flat tire, I got two <laughs> flat tires, like I don't know what to do, and it was really just being. We were having a great day, but it almost didn't happen because he was being kind of neglectful of texting me and telling me and asking me out. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, we were texting, but it was like, why hasn't this guy asked me out yet? What is going on? Like I said, I don't have a lot of patience for BS. So uh, I was, I remember vividly, I was at OML for you DC folks with Ooh. my friend uh, from law school. And I was telling her, I've been texting with this guy and I really like, he seems really great, but like, I don't understand what's going on. He's just like not asking me out. Like we keep talking, but it's like, Shit or get off the pot, man. Like, right. come on. And she was like, nah, cut him loose. He doesn't want to go on out with a date with you. So, but I, there's something inside me was like, mm, I'm going to give him like one more day. And that's when I asked you out? And then he asked me <clears throat> out. I was playing It almost game. never was. <laughs> if I would have listened to my friend <laughs> who, by the way, ended up marrying us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Aww. In a, 
a real full circle situation. Because I'm, that's like, so I'm on OkCupid, but I don't like, I have like the free. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, and <laughs> it has done nothing for me. Um, but I'm, I don't, there's a lot of uh, just like, how long do you text before asking someone out? And yes. it's, it's, it's still a formula that I'm don't quite get. There's definitely a balance there. And yeah. people have different preferences. I was like a let's meet and see if we have chemistry kind of person. And that's me too. I'm like, you know what? I don't have a lot to say in text. Uh, we know. I, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> of course. Of course. Sure. <laughs> that's why my, you know, I've, I've upped my emoji game a bit. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I'm like, okay, I've read your profile. I've seen your pictures. You texted back when I said, I, hello, let's meet at least for coffee or a drink and talk. Right. right. Because this back and forth on devices means nothing to me. Exactly. That's how I feel. Hmm. Uh, I don't, yeah. I don't know what your intonation, your inflection I have none of that to go on. I like to read people's faces. Because mm-hmm. like I said, I have mm-hmm. an expressive face. <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's, that's where chemistry, chemistry happens in person. Well, and I would actually even say sometimes you do have chemistry with someone in writing. Like you have great email chemistry. And then, not and then none yeah. in real life. So I was sort of thinking at as, it as a, I don't want to waste your time or mine if... We find out like, oh, wow, we've got all this in common and this is really great and we're exchanging these funny emails and then we get together and it's like crickets. Yeah. You know, yeah. why why not just have a low stakes drink and see what yeah. if there's chemistry and if so, mm-hmm. keep going. And so you make a five o'clock date right. on a Monday <laughs> and, you know, if things go well, then, okay, yeah, it goes, it turns into two, three hours mm-hmm. regardless of the consequences. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, no, and... I remember the, the first time I met you is I was doing the show with Andy. Mm-hmm. A horrible show. <laughs> uh, and, and I was like, I, when, I, when I met you, and I was like, oh, she's such a sweet girl. And I was like, and each time thereafter meeting you, I was like, it's such a good fit. It's true. Um, Aw. Oh, no, Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> You're welcome. It's <laughs> true. Because I, I, I've only dated actresses before, Sarah. Um, and I, anyone who's single out there who's an actor, don't date, don't date people in your, in theater. Yeah. <laughs> Each case is yeah. different. I know, I know a number of acting couples that are making it work. But for now. <laughs> and good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's what works for you. It'll, I do think that in any relationship, whether you're actors or not, there is kind of a a balance mm-hmm. of personalities mm-hmm. that you need to find. And sometimes I think the thing with actors, it tends to be like one personality can be so big. Right. You know. It's true. It's yeah. like that. The thing I, and I, I admit it, I needed someone, I needed like an audience basically. I didn't need a co-star, if that makes sense. Um, um, in your relationship. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. in a relationship. And Sarah is very much like a... And I need a cheerleader, too, I have to be honest with you. I, I, I guess I need my ego fluffed more than 
most people do, but like Sarah is so positive and so reinforcing and I never had that before. I've just had a lot of negativity. Ken, I'm going to blow your mind. Okay. So the best co-star yeah. will feel like an audience member. That is true. Ooh. That's very Maybe true. I do. Like Maybe you are my a good A good co-star can support <laughs> and praise. Without drawing. Without, without make, drawing. making you feel sh- overshadowed. Yeah. Or less than. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say my observation about the acting couples who don't work, I think that the, the, the thing, and I think honestly it's partially to do with any two people who are in the same profession, is that there's a there's a jealousy factor. Yeah, it it, it can mm-hmm. introduce jealousy into your relationship because there's competition yeah. right. and and um, I think jealousy in a relationship is a really toxic thing. With, oh, no matter where it comes from. Oh, so yeah. if you're in, introducing another way in which jealousy can come into your relationship, that's something you definitely have to be aware of and bat- battle against. I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But especially when it's a a type of job where open praise in writing is common <laughs> and, right. yeah, as well as open ridicule yes. mm-hmm. in print is common. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's, there aren't a lot of uh, professions where your, your year in review is published. <laughs> that's, a <great laughs> that's a great point. That true. Yeah. So. Very true. But no, no, you guys work. I love it. <laughs> and we're I'll glad to them. have we're glad to have you here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm bringing us something we don't get enough of on the click take the female perspective. <laughs> mm, very true. Very true. And she will give the female perspective. <laughs> <laughs> so, ma'am, speaking of perspectives, Ooh. let's go talk about some uh, what you watching what you watching I'm I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to take it back a little bit with my what you watching cuz I rewatched something uh, because uh, Mike my husband had never seen it We got it you guys are married <laughs> I know <laughs> Um, he, <laughs> he, uh, he had never Anytime seen. Anytime I could elicit a snort, I know I, I know I've done my job. It's, it's very well done. Um, he had never seen uh, Firefly. Okay. So uh, we we rewatched Firefly this week. It's um, it's only one season uh, because it Hold did on. not. Oh, (laughs) I forgot about the timer. Yes. Now, remember, the timer is solely for the recap. Recap. So discussion after. Yes. Yeah. So when you're recapping, recap. Recap. All right. (laughs) All right. Recap. (laughs) So on your mark, get set. Go. All right. So my what you're watching is um, an older show called Firefly, uh, created by Joss Whedon, who you might know from Buffy and Angel Fame. He also did some of the Marvel movies, um, had a run of the X Men, I believe, in comics. Anyway, he's done a lot of stuff. He's um, a wonderful, wonderful writer. Uh, Firefly is a short-lived series, only one season, and it's literally. Um, it's the old west in space is what is what it is and it's absolutely phenomenal it's it starts out um with a civil war as the alliance is trying to uh unify all of the outer space colonies and um mal and captain mal who is played 
by uh, Nathan Fillion um, is he, uh, yeah, yeah, I like that face, Sarah. Mm-hmm. And that face is correct. Um, he's yummy and will One always minute. be my captain. Um, <laughs> just kidding, Mike. Um, no, he um, he's absolutely phenomenal in it. And he is battling, there's a battle, and his um, lieutenant, I think she is, is Zoe. And um, just a phenomenal actress. And they, so the, the war ends, they lose, and they decide that um, they're going to get together on a ship and basically be outlaws. And they do crime and all of this seconds. stuff um, throughout the universe. Um, and they take on some passengers in the first episode, and these passengers become part of the show. And it is, um, it's, a, it's a great... Uh, wonderful scientific um, west <laughs> western, but like in outer space. I that's it. All right, with five. the under two. <laughs> um, it's harder so, than it, it. It's harder than it looks. People. It's yeah. hard, yes, I know. Is that your first what you watching? It, it's not. Or, okay. I, I, it's not. It's and not I, I still can't. I, still, it's I struggle every time. So Firefly. Amazing series, oh, so good. It got <laughs> so robbed when it, mm-hmm. when it was when it came on because they it was on Fox. It was, and Fox did them so dirty. They first of all aired the episodes out of order, completely out of order. So they you- didn't like they didn't like the pilot, so Fox decided to air the third episode. I believe mm-hmm. it was first. Really? Yeah. They, and they, so was, they skipped the second one too? Yeah. Because huh. what cuz the I think the pilot was like a two part. Oh, a two part. Okay, gotcha. Um so they started with this the episode I think it's called like that was a train robbery. Mm-hmm. And like you said it's a it, it was a um uh a western set in space and it was just so beautifully done. And uh Gina Torres played Zoe yes. the yeah, yeah. the um, That's right the second in command. And then not only did they air them out of order, they moved them around mm-hmm. like constantly. It didn't, sh- it, the show barely showed the same time twice and then canceled them in the, uh, like within the first half of the season. So they only got the one season yeah. and the show was so innovative, so different, so funny uh, it had Alan Tudyk, mm-hmm. um, Ron Glass, uh, just, and every, every, I mean, it's just amazing. If you haven't seen it, you have to Ab- watch it. Absolutely. Every it, single character yeah. is like every, so watching it again, probably for my third time, you know, I'm watching it. Um, and every single time the character would be introduced, like I would be like, them and it was like pure glee because I've missed these people that because the one thing that Joss Whedon does so so well is he knows character and he has a character arc at the beginning when he writes a show and it is so like if if you've watched Buffy and Angel you know you know that there's a plan that where it ends is exactly where he thought it was going to from the very beginning so it's so he has these like beautifully uh, crafted characters, every single one of them. And I, I absolutely just bathe in all of them every <laughs> single time that I watch it. And I, I love the show. Oh yeah. And, um, yeah, just like, uh, and a fun fact, 
just a, a, a cameo or and I guess yeah I mean he he shows up in a couple of the episodes as is a young uh, Zach Efron yeah what? yeah playing um I didn't know that playing the the doctor uh, the young doctor yeah mm-hmm. like in flashbacks there there mm-hmm. he is um what was Doctor Simon Tan yep he's him as the young as the well, young he's so Simon Tan that. <laughs> <laughs> Christine, and Christina so, Hendricks is in it as well which oh I had gosh, kind of forgotten so good. yeah I had forgotten you know because I you know her from Mad Men of course yeah. um and I had forgotten that she that's kind of where I, I don't yeah, know if that was that was the first thing I I knew her yeah from. that's the first time I had seen her and I I had forgotten that that's where I knew her from. And she's great. She's she plays um, Mal's ex-wife, kind of. There's this whole like thing where he accidentally marries her. You know, the that classic kind of thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, accidental marriage and comedy um, and yeah, right and comedy and, <laughs> and it's but and they and, do great great episodes. So they had the one season, and then they have the movie mm-hmm. um, called Serenity, mm-hmm. which uh, we haven't watched yet. Oh. But I mean, I've seen you it. Watch it. No, no, no. I've, I've, oh, I've yeah, seen I it. I haven't watched husband. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. With his husband. With his husband. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I watch with my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I love your dog. <laughs> I do too. She's adorable. <laughs> uh, still not a substitute. <laughs> um, so yeah, no. Well done with uh, Firefly. Mm, yeah. Check it. it out. I think it's. Currently running on Netflix? Hulu. Hulu. Okay. It's on Hulu. Hulu right now, so yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't. Okay, Matt. Okay. You, Mine. You ready? To I hate doing this two minutes. <laughs> I'm ready. And go. Okay, so I'm just going to go really slow. <laughs> now, my, uh, my what you're watching is American Vandal, season two. Ah. Uh, so the first season, it's basically... What's that? What do you call it when it's like one season is sustainable by itself? An anthology? Self-contained. Self-contained season. So you know what happens. So the first season was about um, this uh, this person, this vandal, uh, drew penises in all the faculty cars in their high school. <laughs> so the whole season is showing what um, who it's like a documentary style on um, who who drew the penises and the second season. Uh, so someone goes in and, um, it's at a private school and spikes the lemonade with, um, um, uh, not X, well, X lax. Metatol. Metatol. Yes. Um, so everyone starts shitting their pants. <laughs> and they they, and they call someone, it the brownout. They call it the brownout. Oh my and God. The, Ian sold. And the vandal is, is called the turd burglar. One minute. <laughs> So the whole season is just showing them. I'm only about four episodes in, so it's these these two documentary documentarians, whatever, try to solve this mystery of who the turd burglar is. And what's so great about this show is they take it so it's the writing that is the star of the show. The acting is great, uh, but it is the writing because they take every and the editing and the direction. They take the show so seriously. It's like you're watching um, How to Make a Murderer or mm-hmm. whatever that show is called. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they, but it's all about someone who, who, who drew penises and someone who <laughs> is a turd burglar. And they're just like, we have to find out Ten, who nine, the turd burglar eight, is. Seven, and you can cut me short. Six. I'm good. No, keep I'm done. Everyone else can talk about it. I've, turd I've, burglar. <laughs> I have a question because okay. I have not... So just to clarify, it is, it is a fake 
documentary it's a style. Fake. Okay, okay. So well, like they, no one actually did draw the penises. No, it's all or, fake. I'm sure that they. But have. But it's so but, real okay. because Sarah was just overheard it, and she's like, "I was cooking in the kitchen, and she I thought and, her, and she heard someone real. talking about shitting their pants. And you're like, what is that? Because <laughs> Matt also likes to watch like 60 or um, you know, those the 48 hour Dateline, yeah, yeah, yeah. those yeah. kinds of things. So I thought that it was just one of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he started talking about turds, and I was like, "What is this?" I um, so <laughs> I did a um, one of my what you watchings. I think it might have been last episode, which mm-hmm. uh, I think was American Vandal. Oh, was it? Yeah, but not oh. not the second season. Oh, it was not the, the first second season. season. The turd burglar, right? Um, so yeah, no, and I thought. I thought the first season was excellent, and I thought this season held up as well. Uh, it I, was. Yeah, I, I have not seen it. it is so I will say I missed the guy, who who was like the main suspect. Mm-hmm. That I, I don't know his actor, but he was so he yeah he um, funny. Yeah, he would play this like really dumb guy, but he was he wasn't like a stereotypical dumb guy. He was just so funny. He was just like thick. He was just (laughs) and he was so natural in front of the camera. Like you actually thought this was a real person. And I, I think they do a a good job, a really good job with with that capturing the like you say that that H town feel that right that documentary feel, and especially since the two documentarians are high school students, right? You know, uh, but they've got they've got the same you know. That same cadence of poop is funny. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Maybe was this a revenge or was this just somebody pulling a prank? You know, mm-hmm. well, why would someone pull a prank? Poop is funny. And the thing <laughs> is, it's like poop is funny. It's so hilarious. funny, but it's also like you get invested in the mystery of it all. Too. It's so bizarre, but it's such a great job. Yeah. So that's my what you're watching. No, it's a great one. Well done. Right. No, yeah. American Vandal, which is currently on season two on Netflix. On Netflix yep. Yeah. Um, Netflix, they're killing it. They really <laughs> are. They are like cranking out the content and good content. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're also putting up a lot of bullshit. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but no, for, for coming in and saying, you know, when we used to just send you DVDs in the mail, we're yeah. a network now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, rise to glory. It is a rise <laughs> to glory. And they're handling it with a plum. <laughs> Sarah, did you want to join in? Or? I have one. Oh. Can I ask a pre-what-you-watching question, though? Of have, course. Has anyone... I've listened to almost all of the episodes, but has anyone done Good Girls? No. Okay, then that's why so. I want you watching. You I'm go. ready for the two minutes. Okay. <laughs> set the clock, Patrick. And the <laughs> clock is set. And, oh, I miss Gary. Shout out to Gary. <laughs> oh, he usually is here, Gary. you know, butlering for us with the but, drinks uh, and... Butlering? Butlering. Oh, but, I thought you said butlering. Leering at our butts? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a little of that, right. too. Some that of too. us. <laughs> um, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> But also, yeah, and he, you know, does so much for the podcast. Uh, Absolutely. We'll see you next episode, Gary. I'm sure you'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Rob is also out. Rob, we'll see you when you get back, too. (laughs) And two minutes on the clock and go. So Good Girls is a show starring um, Retta, Mm -hmm. Christina Hendricks, to go Mm -hmm. keep going on Mm -hmm. uh, the train there, and... 
um, Mae Whitman, yep. I think is the third woman. Mm -hmm. And um, they are really the three stars of the show, which I love, a female-centric show, capital mm -hmm. F, feminist here. Um, <laughs> and it's on NBC, and it's a very unique show because it's an hour-long show. It's technically a drama, but it is also very funny, and it's very rare, in my opinion, that a show can successfully be dramatic and funny at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I credit it all to the three actresses in the show because they're just all phenomenal. They're all bringing it. What's the story? Um, the story is very simply three uh, moms who all need money for different reasons and rob a grocery store. Ooh, a heist. Oh. Uh, in the very first episode, so I'm not giving too much away. And then um, hijinks ensue. <laughs> but so I won't give any any more plot away because it's you know it's a series. There's a lot of twists and turns as it goes. But um, I will say that there is some crazy good sexual tension involved in this show Ooh. between two characters, which I won't uh, give any spoilers about that. But um, very very good thing to have in a show. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think May like I said, all three characters. Just the acting is really outstanding, um, both from a dramatic and a comedic perspective. Okay, at a minute and a half. <laughs> All right, so let's dive into some good girls. I, I good girl, good girl, good girl. Yeah. Yes, I'm surprised we. Have, too bad we don't have Rob here today. <laughs> um, so I started watching this when it first came out. I saw like the first four episodes, and then just kind of I think at the mid season break or something, I kind of lost track. Uh, with all every intent of going back and picking it up, because I love Retta, love oh, Christina Hendricks, love Retta. Um, mm -hmm. Now, is May Whitman? That's um, she plays Christina Hendricks' sister, right? But yeah. she was on Arrested Development, right? She wasn't. Yeah, she, she was the first. Uh, she, um, she was also on Parenthood. Um, she was. She was, the first? Uh, she the was her. <laughs> uh, she was the girl uh, uh, there's George Michael and right. there's... Uh, maybe May, no 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 she was she was the girl he liked oh, and, right, right, and, right, and right. Michael would right. and that's Anne. right yeah. I would, and he would always and Michael would always go her it's <laughs> 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 like yeah and she was also in Scott Pilgrim right because uh, Michael Sarah must be really good friends but anyway um, and so I remember it being not what I thought it was going to be yeah. when, it, when it came on, that, that it was more of a drama, because uh, I thought it was going to be like a, you know, like a, a more comedy right. heist kind of show. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I thoroughly liked where it was going, and like I said, I've had, had every intention of picking it back up. Uh, so I'll probably go back and start watching again from the beginning. Mm. Um, I recommend yeah, it. it. sounds really good. The one thing that is a little tough, I think it's a little tough as an hour-long show. Yeah, I have a hard time committing myself to an hour-long show. Mm. Yeah. I like the 30-minute sitcoms. Yeah. And I think you could do their stories in 30 minutes. I think it could you be could. a 30-minute show. It feels stretched a little bit. Oh, okay. um, that's my one criticism, but I still think that it's worth, it's definitely worth watching for the acting chops on those three women alone. I mean, they're all hilarious, and they're <laughs> all... Really pulling it down oh, cool. on the drama, and Matthew Lillard is in it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He's yeah. uh, Christine's husband. Husband. Yeah, and you don't see him very often. I loved him when he had was when he was had his juice. He's pretty good. <laughs> um, and then also, I don't know the actor's name, but he it plays Retta's husband, and he was also um, oh, yeah. Mike Biggs's uh, partner in Mike and Molly. Reno Wilson. I don't know his that name. That might be, but, but that's um, familiar. But he, their marriage 
and their relationship in the show is just so natural, natural, yeah. and mm. and and really good. So he's he's really good on it as well. So oh, cool. Highly recommend. Uh, yeah, that's him, Reno Wilson. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Well done. Thank you. Uh, good job, Patrick. I, I think you can also find the uh, the. Good girls on Hulu as yep. well. Oh yeah, because I think Netflix isn't yeah. Hulu owned by by uh, NBC. NBC. NBC, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it's an NBC show. So, yep. Okay, so I'll get your time here. You got oh, me. I got it. I'm gonna I'm keep ready. you honest. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna try this and try to keep it down. It's got very strong feelings. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> I like I it. I know it's coming. Um, right. Okay, um, whenever you're ready. Three. Two, one. So my what you're watching this time is a movie, and it's Black Klansman, mm. uh, the Spike Lee Ooh. joint, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, about the uh, it's about a Colorado Springs um, police officer who uh, is like the one black cop in the Colorado Springs Police Department. He's a rookie, and he. Um, gets assigned to watch um, over this uh, uh, rally where a member of the Black Panthers are speaking and he gets kind of having had led a uh, kind of steady military kind of life. He is um, gets pulled into kind of being more self-aware of, of, uh, his the racial One situation minute. around him. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, through happenstance, uh, starts investigating the uh, clan in the area and having conversations with David Duke. And he and a fellow white officer uh, infiltrate the local chapter of the clan. And. Um, from there, the rest is the story that I'm not going to spoil. So, um, but uh, it's some strong performances all around, and um, it's a great movie. Uh, I'm a, that'll be it for my recap. Because, <laughs> uh, like I said, minutes. don't want to give anything away. But in the discussing, I got a lot to say. <laughs> got some hot takes. Hot takes. <laughs> so. I think this movie is excellent, um, as I said. Um, where it there, where the there's some trips are um, lovely background noise. <laughs> um, Shut up! <laughs> um, so I think oh he's gonna come right back. God damn it! <laughs> we got hot takes going on. I here. just want to talk about black clans. Who is mowing mower? your lawn? Uh, I think that's from the HOA Association. It's oh, the, they're they're doing the the back part. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Um, Great. <laughs> just keeps going back and forth. Like literally <laughs> right by the door. Right by the hot takes. Um, it's okay. So. Uh, what I was going to say is I think Black Klansman is excellent. Um, what, where I had some issues were it's Spike Lee's direction um, at times is very heavy handed, very mm-hmm. um, it's a stylistic bold choice that he makes, but 
they're those choices are too overpowering and mm. they bring you out of being in the story mm. to watching what mm-hmm. he's doing. So what examples are you thinking of when you're saying that? There's uh, during the speech where um, the main character who it should be noted is played by uh, Denzel Washington's son, mm-hmm. mm. uh, um, John David Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, he's at this um, rally um, hearing this former Black Panther speak and the, the face portraits. Yes. You didn't like and that? No. And that rather than bizarre. cutting to just the audience being enthralled in sections, Spike Lee brings up these gigantic face shot only. Yeah. <laughs> and on a movie screen, it's just way too overpowering. And mm. it's not like, oh my God, that's so, um, it's like feeding you. Right. This it's, is how you should feel because this is what this character is feeling. Right. And it's and it's just it doesn't come across as part as organic, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. It it it's jarring to the point of where it's like, oh, that's odd. And you're now out of the moment. Whereas mm-hmm. it's in such a strong moment. If you did like left it alone, mm-hmm. it would have been more powerful. It would have been ten times more powerful. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple of those and that happen. I'm like, uh just I get out of I, your own way. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think he tried too hard and more in the writing sense of trying to uh, mirror what's going on today in politics. Like um, there's this one scene between uh, the t- uh, two characters and they're talking about David Duke running for president. Mm. And one of the characters says, there's no way America is going to elect a racist president. And you hear everyone in the audience go, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like those moments See, that I will, I have to disagree (laughs) because I quit that (laughs) because that is actually what (laughs) would have been said because he is the head of the clan and, and it was, and, and he was making moves to become a political figure. That's not historically accurate. Yeah. I agree, but I don't know if you have to actually say it. I think you do. Like I got that that point because it's mirroring without that, without that scene. Right. But I, Mm. I, and the whole, like when he's chanting America first kind of thing, that's something that can't is popular today. I'm not sure if it was, popular then mm. I that one I can't I don't know right I, I don't know either but I could also just, not see it not being because fun so so I was I've been re-watching one of my favorite all-time TV shows uh 30 rock mm. oh yeah oh, and yeah. so this there were there was an episode where um Jack uh, the Alec Baldwin character is talking about um, going back. He's leaving GE to go work in Washington. And he says several times, we're going to make America great again. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yes, Those exact oh, words? Those that. exact oh, words. That's very interesting. Do you and think so, that he, Donald Trump got it from that? <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised. I mean, he does watch a lot of, t- uh, a lot of TV. TV. Yeah, <laughs> he does. That so, would be, oh my God. And he was an Alec Baldwin fan before yes. he started oh, that Wouldn't that be so, so interesting to know? That, them <laughs> saying the whole, um, 
like you said, that saying that exact phrase. Yeah, you never know. Pos, you and never that know. was very much, you know, at the time with like all the stuff that was going on with uh, like uh, Iran and. What, what time uh, period yeah. is it set? You it's eighties or late seventies? Late seventies. The Klansman yeah. or Thirty Rock? Klansman. No, yeah, <laughs> the Klansman. Well, I don't know. <laughs> um, and it's a true no, story. No, it's not the eighties. Right? It's definitely. Yeah. I yeah. think no, it, I think it's early seventies. Yes. Yes. Oh, early seventies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. There was a. T- I felt like there was a, a year that popped up on the screen. I'm trying to remember what it was, but I can't remember. Well, if you're so inclined to look it up, feel free. But I was just going to say that of all of the directorial choices that Spike Lee made, the one that stood out to me as the weirdest was the the scene before the movie really started with Alec Baldwin. Oh yeah, that was a really. They had no scene. connection to the rest of the movie where he was like filming that propaganda film from uh-huh. the 50s and then it was like never referenced again never came Ooh. up again i just thought it was confusing i i mean i, I liked agree. it if yeah. it would have tied into the movie i think it would have been appropriate but it was just kind of like what i think he used that as a way to kind of warm the audience up it, kind of like a warm up act yeah, almost like, like this like, is the kind of this what is we're the mindset into. that you're going that you're about to which I, I can understand that. No, I and, don't know. and I agree. It was there were, like I said, he did a number of Spike Lee isms. Yeah, for that, sure. Okay, now the for me is like the big bold quote at the beginning that's like this is some for real, for real shit or whatever it said. Right. Like that's definitely very Spike um, Lee. And now, mind you, I'm forgiving of the classic. They have to float. Spike Lee oh, yeah, moment. That is his, you know, that's his Alfred Hitchcock, his, yeah. his mm-hmm. Orson Welles. Right. It's like, that's, that's fine. I, that's acceptable. Um, but there are a number of times where he like held shots just a little extra long and I'm like, okay, it's clear you're doing this for effect. But even those little miss or, or differences of style or stylistic choices, that's what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. To me, this movie still, everyone should see it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so moving. The ending yeah. sequence with yes. the real... From Charlottesville. Yeah. That was really intense. Yeah, yeah. Really intense. Yeah. And I thought that was that was a good Spike Lee yes. type of thing. Yeah, big, mm-hmm. that was a big swing, strong choice, yeah. right choice. Because he, he just put it there and left it there. He yeah. didn't, mm-hmm. there wasn't commentary on it. Yeah. It was just, and this is still happening. Exactly. Today. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which oh, yeah. is interesting because it kind of ended on a pretty positive note, and then that sequence the narrative, came. yeah, yeah, the narrative, mm-hmm. and yeah. then that sequence came, and it was just like, well, but it? I think that draws a stark con- that contrast really highlights. I agree. Yeah. The the tension in our current yeah the current situation with like racial this in it took place in the seventies. Um, it doesn't give an exact exact year from what I'm looking at okay. here but the story took place in the 70s and that the way they he did the ending is like you'd think we'd have come further than this exactly right? when we haven't no yeah. mm-hmm. and really, it's sad mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean when we you know we don't talk a lot we don't talk about politics on the clean tank for a reason but still it's like when when this, you know, when you see something presented in this way, it's so good that we're getting to see voices mm-hmm. make these type of statements and hopefully more people take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think yeah. it, it causes people who see the film to reflect. Yeah. yeah. Which mm-hmm. is certainly, I think, one of 
his motivations for making it. Exactly. Yeah. So right. that is good what you're watching. Yeah, Thank very you. good, Patrick. Good I was very curious to hear your, <laughs> your hot takes. My hot takes. <laughs> I yeah. um, Definitely need to see it, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh definitely. Yeah. Oh, and another hot take. I have quit MoviePass. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. My MoviePass ends in exactly I, eight days. I have, I have the rest of the... Um, well, I have like... Because tw- you have like 30 days. Twenty, Yeah, like yeah. I've got like 20 days left. But I went to see Black Klansman and use my movie pass because it was one of the available movies <laughs> on that night Shocking. that I could go see yeah. and I get there to use it and it doesn't work. <gasps> oh, and no. I log on and they're like, oh, we have now had new, we are starting the new cycle of uh, your stipulations for membership. You have to re, um, like, resubmit. Accept the terms. Re- yeah, yeah, accept the terms, yeah. resubmit. And when I did that, I got then I got another message saying, "Oh, it takes maybe up possibly up to an hour before." And, there. and I'm at the Are movie. Are you kidding me? So I had to pay out of uh, pocket, uh, full price. Some bullshit. Yep. So, <laughs> uh, AMC movie stubs <laughs> list. Here <laughs> I come. In eight days, I'm getting it. <laughs> Although Matt could, because there was like no, uh, never a single movie he could go see for a, a while there, and then now didn't you say that you've it noticed is slightly that getting uptick? better, yeah. upticking in movies, but then again, but the, yeah, not good enough, not yeah. good enough. When no. a, it's a little too late, exactly. exactly. Yeah. When a when a then this isn't a necessary commercial for uh, stubs or a list or whatever they call it, AMC's. The, excuse me, but for twenty bucks, three movies a week. Any movie, any movie, including any movie. Uh, like 3D, 3D. Yeah. and IMAX, I believe. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. No restrictions. So can you see the same movie twice? You can see the same movie it's as perfect. many times as you want. And one of the things that I've heard a lot from MoviePass goers is that there's like these technical glitches or problems, and mm-hmm. I think that the problem then is that there's no one you can go to to say, this isn't working, but I'm a. Pay- can we work this out? When you're working directly with the theater, you could go find a manager and be like, yeah, something's working not Like, help me work right, this out right the now. The theater actually owns Now, I will say this. The guy who was um, at the, behind the counter, um, he... He was working my when we were when I'd like hey my movie pass thing isn't working. He went into it and Ted's like I didn't know you could. He went into the app and was like going deep and like. Oh, texting. he was like a pro. He was a pro, and I was like, <laughs> I he never tried, knew you yeah. could do any of this. He was like tech. You could text directly to movie pass support. He was like, oh, I was wow. like, holy crap! And I'm like, well, too bad I'm going to get rid of these assholes because, and like you said, this is they want. To lose people. Yeah. They want people to stop because I have never quit a service and that prevents you from rejoining. Right. Or yeah, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> that says, A, you can't join again. For like another nine months. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, wow. and B, yeah. there's no like, we're sorry to see you go. I know. It was just like, it's like okay. <laughs> so wow. this is it, huh? <laughs> well, I think it was the here's un- your stuff. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Was, was it the Onion or something else like that? Did like a fake video with this with the CEO. I'm doing air quotes of MoviePass, and he's like fallen asleep on the side <laughs> of the set and like in a bunch of garbage, and they have to wake him up to do his interview, and then he's like, I mean, 
who knew people would see so many movies? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know people saw movies. I didn't know people saw <laughs> That's funny. It's, it's very, it's I a very funny little sketch. I think it was The Onion, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> but yeah, what a shit show movie. It was yeah. so awesome at first. It was. I like. I will say this. I did at least in the beginning, before it all went to hell, I put a hurting on him. Oh, I was like, it was like, oh, you know what? I got a couple of, I got a couple hours in between gay things. What's going on? There's a movie starting in five minutes. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm see going. it. Yeah, it's like, oh, this looks like crap, but it's movie pass, so I don't care. I don't care. It's free. It's true. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's what you're watching. What you're watching. All right. Uh, so one. Matt. <laughs> We, we, as you can all hear, Rob's not here with us today. Yes, girl. <laughs> good, good girl. Good, that was a good channel. Good girls. Thank you. Yes, honey. Um, Henny. Henny, yes. So, um, would you like to take a stab at our PSA? I'll take a stab at it. Okay. And I want to go, I'm going to try to be like, and have a, a PSA in the vein of Rob. Um, so, bear with me. So here's my public cervix announcement. <laughs> I Which feel is, like that cervix appropriation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which wouldn't that be just a PCS? Just it, a, yeah. I've, I've thought that often. <laughs> you're, you're going, you're, you're thinking too hard. I'm thinking on too hard. It. Thinking too right. hard. Well, here's okay, my so let me, let me set you up. Yes, sorry. So in the absence of our resident Rob, uh, we're going to turn to Matt Bachman for this week's Public service announcement, PSA, take PSA, it away. Public, here's your public cervix announcement, people. Um, okay, so this is for the actors out there who are on social media. Um, you gotta learn how to do social media. Uh, I'm talking about those who like to say, I am pleased to announce that I'm playing such and such in this part show. I am pleased to announce I'm playing such and such in that show. And also the actors who want to say, I'm auditioning for, you know, a the ensemble of Legally Blonde at the Washington County Playhouse. I need your I need your prayers tonight. <laughs> I'm not giving you my prayers for that. I'm sorry. I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to say prayers are gonna be, you know spent on other things than that. Um, and also, when you're posting a review, don't put out the chunk that says that you're awesome, you're great. I'm okay with publicizing your show and publicizing a good review, but do something, a quote, like it says, the whole show is great. Don't say, I was this great person in the show, and this is my review right here. <laughs> and also speaking on social media, uh, the scene of the days, uh, no, the scene of the evenings, and the, um, that moment lens, you're done. Stop with them. I'm talking about you, Andy. Um, I know. <laughs> I know. Call you, out. Your <laughs> brother? My brother. <laughs> he does the scene of the days, and he, he sounds so witty and so charming. And I know, <laughs> I know that you are socially awkward. <laughs> and you didn't actually say what you're saying the scene of the days are. So that is my public service announcement. Thank you. Once again, the views of the public's PSA from Matt do not necessarily reflect upon the views of the clink tank. And once again, Matt Bachman, you have taken over something for your own personal vendetta. <laughs> Andy, I, I apologize. No, I, don't know. Andy, I would say Andy is very witty. 
and he's very um, charming and <laughs> so kind of a awkward. kind of a lunatic online. Because I mean, he is. He does. He is a completely different person when he's online than he is in real life. Sarah can attest to that. And he's a good person. I'm throwing her under the bus too. Agree with me. No, I mean. I will say that I have never seen my husband this passionate about anything. <laughs> well, that's the clink tank for you. It well, brings out. It brings out passion. The best. It brings out passion. It's the more of the actor things about the. I'm pleased to announce. I my eyes cannot roll even more enough when I see someone says. Then the prayers. The prayers. Please, I'm auditioning for this thing today. I need your prayers. No, go after yourself. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. That was a that that was yeah. I mean, it was a hot take. I, I rolled into a PSA. I know. I, I am I am taken aback. Yeah. Uh, I I mean I, I understand I mean, what she's. I, I understand on one hand that you know, um, especially the prayers, but prayers <laughs> are for sick relatives. I mean, folks. well, you know, you can just like <laughs> I, I see God up in heaven going, okay, well. Oh, this is happening, and there's that famine over there, and ooh, yeah, that those kids are trapped in a in a well. Okay, uh, well, okay. <laughs> it's like, oh wait, wait, Shonda's got got a big audition coming up for ensemble. There you go, okay. and Woodbridge. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's like that but scene no. in Chris Almighty when he's getting all the prayer requests. Yeah. He yeah. just says yes. <laughs> yes to all. Everyone gets cast in everything. And so that's going to lead us into final thoughts. Sarah, we've had enjoyed having you here. Yes, yes. It's, oh. been, it's been a very pleasant day with you here, so thank you so much. You are a delight, and anytime you'd like to join us, you are more than welcome. Final thoughts? In the audience. <laughs> I know, whenever your husband lets you gnaw loose. <laughs> well, I will just say as my final thought that I have thoroughly enjoyed being on the, the podcast, and thank you for inviting me. And um, because it is the Bachman's way to worm our way in, I will just offer that I am a very gifted baker. So if you ask me, to return, maybe I will bake something for you. (laughs) Please return. (laughs) You're allowed back. Sean? Um, Let's see. Final thoughts. Um, My final thought for today is going to be... I don't know. I don't know. Can Can I take a mulligan? I don't uh, give me. <laughs> just say you're usually um, so sensitive. At this I know, point. I know, it and have I was to be a, it's just literally. Um, my final thought for the day is have fun. So today um, was unexpected. I didn't think that I was going to be able to join today, but as always, I've had a wonderful, wonderful time here, just chatting with my friends, and hopefully, you guys have are having fun listening. Excellent. So if you didn't show up, this would have been a very slim podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Bachman, um, you get no final thought. I, oh. <laughs> uh, my, you're you're a loose cannon. Uh, <laughs> Someone stop me. No, go right ahead. Well, actually, just a note. Um, uh, this whole podcast, we didn't say the word segue at all, so I would like to come to that. Because I had the last, the last episode, I had a drinking game. Of any time anyone said Segway. Oh. And uh, we didn't. This is the first time. So Segway. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> we're becoming professionals. <laughs> Until we still point out that we do what we said, hey, what we tried I'd not say to we're do. We're becoming professionals. <laughs> we have not become. Baby steps, better. <laughs> true, true. And my final thought is um, you know, the, life is just made to throw curveballs. <laughs> and you duck, you dodge, you do what you can, and just all when it seems like there's a lot coming at you, just you know, just take a moment, stand your ground, think to yourself, am I where I should be, when I should be, how I should be? And as long as you can check off those boxes, you're doing the right thing. Stay cool. Stay cool. Stay cool. Pony boy. Pony boy. <laughs> nice. And that was golden. <laughs> Stay golden. That's the golden. Stay golden. Still works. It works too. Works. You know, you want to be cool. You want to be golden. You want to be good. Do them all. <laughs> I just want to be Pony Boy. You know, yeah, like, from now on, I shall call you Pony Boy. You're a Pony Boy. <laughs> and with that, I just want to say, take a moment if you really want to help us out. Uh, go on to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, we we need your clicks. We like having you listen to us. We like being here for you. Like us because we like you. <laughs> Tell your friends. Yeah. Tell your friends. Yes, yes. Friends. Tell every friend you have. Tell every enemy you have. <laughs> <laughs> if you like people, tell them to listen to the King Tank. If you don't like people, tell them to listen to the King Tank. You don't even have to listen. Just press play. <laughs> Walk away for an hour and 90 minutes. <laughs> but join us here and drink responsibly. And that, with that, we're going to say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.